What's up, everybody? This is the Anime Squad Podcast, Episode 6. I am Omar. This is David. And for today, we are... Well, first off, I want to mention that Robbie couldn't make it in today. Uh, due to some, some circumstance, he couldn't just make it. And we also doing a, this episode a, day, a couple days earlier than usual. So, unfortunately, we... We couldn't see Love is War this week, but we'll walk. We'll, tough. Yeah, very tough. So we'll, we'll talk about uh, episode six and seven for next week. But just to get this show on the road, we're going to talk about the first anime of this week, and that is Tower of God. And uh, there was a lot, a lot happened in this one, a lot of explaining of Tower of God. So obviously we, we start off where, where we left off from last week, how... Rachel sees Bam. He's still like you know unconscious, and uh, she asks uh, Coon to be like, "Hey, don't mention that it's me, Rachel. Tell tell him like tell him something. Make up a lie." And he's like, "Like you sure that's a good idea?" And then she explains to him that he's like, "Yeah, I think it's a good idea because I want I don't want him to like come after me or stuff. I don't want him to be be my weakness in this." Uh, during these tests and stuff and he's like alright I'll do that that sounds like a good idea you know and um so most of most of the contestants they're like chilling waiting to see what's next to come to these tests and stuff and uh and then so you know Kuhn tells Bam when he wakes up from wakes up from his little uh accident He's like, oh, dude, that wasn't Rachel at all. It was a, uh, was some other girl, but it wasn't Rachel. He was like, you sure? She looks like her. And he's like, nah, 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 it's not her, not at all. So yeah, and then uh, later on, they, they're like, they're like in the, they, they gather all the contestants into like this little, little event, talk about the battle positions of each member and what role they play. So we get introduced to five tiers, five five positions in, in battle. Uh, first one is fisherman, which is basically like a uh, point point guy, like you know front assault guy. And then uh, second, the second one is spear be- barrier, which is long distance, like archery or like you know long distance battle. And then we have a light barrier, which I think is like. Uh, I think it's like assassin assassin type well, hopefully i'm right and then scouts scout basic split uh self-explanatory you know scouts you know recon tell get some intel on the enemy when they're fighting and then the interesting one was wave controller which is uh i like how they said it but it's basically uh uh a t- uh, tactic tactic guy like the one in charge of the battle the, during the whole battles so like the leader of of the group and stuff, and of course our MC is a wave controller. I didn't <laughs> see that. <laughs> Did not see that coming. But uh, <laughs> so he gets he gets hold to that position. But uh, Bam couldn't make it to that little meeting because he was still unconscious. And then you know everyone's trying to figure out their new roles in battle. And um, so Coon immediately after the thing. Uh, Ghost tells Bam after he wakes up. He's like, "Hey, you got, you got like one more day 
to <laughs> where you got a day left to rest and then you start off training your wave controller position. He was like, oh, cool. And it's like, oh, what about Rachel though? And he's like, oh, and then he mentions it. He's like, oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> and then so after that, uh, oh, Coon oh, gets, gets the new outfit. Yeah, Coon. Cool of cool of him. He's like, all right, man. I need to. I need to. I need to pimp you out. So he gives him a cool black and black and yellow yeah. like, tracksuit. Since uh, <laughs> since last episode, he uh, you know messed up the other outfit with yeah. blood. Yeah, so you know that was cool of him to do. And I think he look. I like. I like his look. I like his new look. It looks pretty cool. And then uh, he went to. He goes. He goes to see the not Rachel character <laughs> <laughs> to confirm this or not if Kun was telling the truth or not. But um, Rachel just ignoring him, you know, minding her own business. And then, uh, uh, yeah, she's just being a loner. <laughs> And then we get to learn about the wave controller position from this, like, sheep master-looking creature. I don't know. It, it looks funny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they tell him that um, that each wave controller needs to uh, form a pact with their, uh, with their uh, I guess, the little spirit, or for Robbie's sake, their personas, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but uh, they needed to form a pact so they could use their abilities and the sleeping guy, and I think uh, last last week's episode, he already did it, surprisingly. So everyone else had to concentrate and make a pact. And, and when they do that, it takes a lot of energy out of them. So it was a very tough, tough moment for them and stuff. Like, and they're all sweating and, like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like... Uh, I think one of the characters he comes up to Bam. He's like, he's like, "Hey man, if you need any help, I got you." Like, cause you know we're, we're in this together. Cause right now, right now that everyone's just training for the next test, so it's kind of like, in my opinion, it's kind of like a Hunger Games where like everyone's training to prepare for the battle royale. So that's 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 the vibe I got from with, with everyone training together, even though they're all like enemies. So. That was that, but then we find out like the guy who I forget his name, but the, the one that tells Bam like to offer him a help, <laughs> he's actually not that strong as he think he is, so he's just putting up a front for everybody, and then uh, we see more training, uh, more training happening with the other contestants. Rack is trying to aim this super far distance target. I I couldn't even see it, but then we our our super OP group. Well, the big guy, I don't know, they don't say his name yet, but uh, he hits that thing, like, without sweat. And then Rock, Rock is, because Rock uh, is in that in that uh, training mode. He gets upset, so he's like, I'm going to train. I'm going to go train some more so I can hit that target from far. And so he, he leaves for a bit, for, and it only leaves Coon and Bam at the, at the tower. And then uh, from there... Uh, our other side characters they show up and uh damn I forget the name they're ha- they're having a gathering yeah they they have to do their test and their test is basically to make friends because they're scouts and that that was their test to go make friends with the enemies which is interesting but that makes sense cuz you know 
in order to get intel, you gotta know them personally, you know, and use them against advantage. Don't you think? Pretty much, it's <laughs> it's crazy. We'll see what happens to them later on in the story. Yeah. So, and then when they're in like in the kind of cafeteria area, when that's happening, and uh, Anka comes up to uh, uh, and Dorsey, which is the Horn Girl, and she's and she. <laughs> She uh, asks him about the sword and stuff, and she's like, "Oh, you don't know, like you don't know the true power of it yet, and stuff." <laughs> While uh, the Joy Wheel, Joy Wheel looking character is asking to asking her to be her, her, her his friend, and he, and she's like, "Nah, I'm cool." <laughs> and uh, what else happens? Uh, no, well, they're just having a conversation. They're, yeah, they're just getting to know each other more. There's a, a there's a, I guess, a conversation of what, what earrings they, the, the, coon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, before the whole cafeteria thing, uh. I think that's, like, towards the end, no? Or is it before? No, that was, like, uh, like, before the whole, them meeting up in the cafeteria. Oh, yeah. They... They confront Bam and Kuhn to be friends with them first. Yeah. And then uh, the samurai guy, which I think his name is Hats. I hope I'm right. And uh, he, he tells him his earrings are ugly. And he's like, what you say about my earrings? And, and then uh, the Joy Weed character, he's like, man, this is why no one wants to be friends with us, man. <laughs> it's because of your vibe. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, that happened prior to that. And then. And then from the cafeteria scene, we get the test with uh, Anka and, and Dorsey, where they have to uh, eliminate each other, which is kind of the easy test, you know, see who's stronger or not. But like, I think, well, I think what was the circumstance? Only nine? No, seven? Was it nine or seven? I think it was, it, it was eight. Oh, eight? Yeah, eight people. Uh, I think knock out everybody until there's only eight left, and so that that happens. And but uh, Anka is like straight going forth on Dorsey because she hates her guts and she thinks she's all that with a bag of chips. So she's trying to prove herself. She's like, I'm, I, I'm skillful. Don't, 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 don't put me down. You think you know me like that. But then we get to find out that, uh, oh, well, and Dorsey finds out that Anka's not really the real Anka that she says she is. She's, she's, she's being an imposter. And I was like, "What? What's that supposed to mean?" And we got like a little backstory on that uh, of Anka's origin and uh, of her when she was little and then her mother, like you know, good humble times, living in you know in the house with like their father who was a cook. But then bad stuff happens, and then I think her mother dies. In this, well, who knows? I'm not but, sure. But uh, she wasn't supposed to have the the green march sword, and leaves off there. So overall, uh, I think it was a good episode. It wasn't like action packed or anything, but it was just like you know where our characters are right now. So you know, we'll see what what the journey goes on to see what happens after after this uh, whole conversation they're having between both each other and stuff. Yeah. Those two. Yeah, so it's cool. We'll we'll see what happens. All right, the next anime we talk about is Glimpier, and it's a very interesting episode this time. <laughs> and where uh, both Shinji and Claire 
blackmail this this kid at, from their school about like uh she blackmailed this kid to so they could join their group the little gathering group that they have so they could get more info on on her sister at first and um <laughs> they asked uh that's the buff guy if he they, he wanted to help too and he was like no I'm good like I I respect you guys' power and your and your smarts but I ain't, I ain't going to help another member I'm just here to help you guys so he's not in this episode unfortunately and so they uh they go meet up with this new group and we get to meet uh Sayaka which is uh, the girl version of Jason Voorhees, I guess, because she <laughs> has the mask. <laughs> so we get to just to her group, and uh, they want to join the group to, I guess, collect coins. That's their whole purpose for them. But uh, so they got to do a, a secret pact or something, so they could earn their trust. But uh, they don't know that uh, it's two people in the in the. In the in the bear in the mascot suit, so only uh, Claire comes out and leaves uh, Shinji uh, with the with the rest of the group, so she so she could form the pack. Yeah, because because at first they thought uh, it was one person, it was just her, but since they don't they don't want to, I guess what was it the the secret thing? Oh, like uh, their pack. Yeah. They 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 don't want no secrets between the group, I guess, or something like that, right? Yeah, they want to keep secrets, like secrets. Mm-hmm. So so Claire has to go do their secret pact, so they could earn their trust. And uh, while that's happening, uh, Shinji's just talking to the other group members, see who they are, and then we get introduced to uh, Sh- Shijiro, which is the girl in the Shinjiro Yoshinoka. Which is the girl in the helmet. So they get introduced for a bit. And then while that's happening. They, we go back to. Uh, Claire and. Uh, Sayaka. And to see. <laughs> to to see what's this. This pact about. And then it gets very. Uh, <laughs> touchy feely. In this part. <laughs> very etchy. And uh, they. But th- she says she does this to everybody. To form this pact. With uh, her, with just her uh, power, which is uh, to keep secrets from, like, to keep a secret, uh, a secret, and not to tell anybody about their secrets. Because of, uh, when Sayaka's pass, she uh, she told a secret to somebody that she was having an affair with a teacher, but then to her friend, and then and then her teacher ratted her out, and then. And it ended up the teacher losing his job, and it, no, losing. Well, no, we at first I thought it was a guy that she was uh, having an affair with, but then we uh, find out that Claire asks her the question is, "Oh, was the teacher a girl?" And then she was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "What?" And that was crazy. Did you see that coming? Nope. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah, so that was that was crazy, and then they do the little little ritual pack going on in the bed and then uh she makes a a hair a hair necklace kind of thing so she like like a choker so if she the, she, the wallet thing oh uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get yeah uh, but before that the 
Shinji and Yoshinoka, she she asks him for a favor because apparently she knows about his uh, smell, that he could smell like uh, stuff (laughs) from from far away. And uh, she asks him if if he could find her wallet that she lost in the mountains like the other time they went gathering for coins. So she he he helps her out, you know, trying to try to figure out where where her wallet is, and then that's when um, the hair pack uh, finishes, where uh, she uh, Claire gets a a choker from uh, made out of her uh, uh, Sayaka's hair, and uh, and if she ever tells her secret, like whatever whatever secret she tells, she will get uh, her head chopped off, which is. Brutal, <laughs> and then after that pact, uh, we get our our main character and the girl. She they they think they they think the the wallet's like on top of a around the tree, but um, but uh, just in order to move faster, he says he 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 go by himself. But then, but then uh, she's like, oh no, I'll I'll, I'll go inside the suit as well because th- she knows that. You know he could go, she could go inside the suit, and uh, at first it was it was different because since Claire she's a controlling type, so it was different to him to like control more. But they they got used to it. They got used to the whole her being inside. Oh, and the, and then the girl with the and the biker helmet. She ended up we end up seeing that she has cat ears. So she's like half cat, I guess. So that's interesting. But then uh. After all that, the the wallet's already been found by somebody, uh, some mysterious character that we don't know about yet. And that's where the episode ends. So, you know, interesting episode, I think. You have, you want, you have anything to add to that? Uh, no, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty wild, uh, I guess, story. Yeah, the whole Sayaka secret pact was all very interesting, <laughs> and how that's be how that's made. And I want to know how she made the pact with the other members of her group. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah. then I guess the the last person or the the one that picked up the wallet was part of uh, the oh, Claire sisters Claire group. sisters group, and his name was Subaru. Oh, Subaru from ReZero. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was basically it. So interesting episode. We'll see where that goes off. You know, leaving off with that cliffhanger with the wallet, and then uh, next episode, next anime we saw, uh, Princess Connect Redive episode six. Man, and then it leaves off <laughs> where it left off last episode with a a cat cat <laughs> Car- Carly. Coming back from the uh, from the Twilight car- uh, Caravan, and she just straight go to bed. She's like, "Ah, oh, I'm going to bed. Like, I don't want to talk about it. This is I'm going to bed." <laughs> and then, so the episode really starts off with uh, Pecorine. She uh, she talks about uh, doing a quest for like food <laughs> in this little small village, but the reward is like a legendary spice that's like super rare that they can't get anywhere else. So Pecorine's trying to guilt everybody to do this quest 
And at first, uh, <laughs> Carly, she's like, ah, I don't want to do that. I'm more like a magic kind of person. I don't like to do labor. And then Peckery, she, she pulls the waterworks. She's like, please, can you come? And then the, and the, the rest of them are like, what are you going to say? And she's like, oh, fine, we'll go, we'll go. <laughs> and then everyone's so excited. Everyone's, like, ready to go. And then Car- Carly realizes, like, those were fake tears, weren't they? <laughs> like, ah, damn it. <laughs> so, so here comes the journey of them walking. I like their journey. I like the little journey they had. It's very, like, humble, like, you know, so, like, simple. Like, nothing bad, no, like, nothing bad happens so far. You know, just them having a great time on their on their quest. <laughs> and then uh so they have a little fun journey. Then we get we get teased on this new enemy, like these shadow figures in the forest, but some some random villager just strolling on by, but these shadow figures pop out stalking him and then it's it's very creepy, like the darkness consumed them or something. 'Cause they they leave off with him like seeing a reflection of himself but like you know a dark version of himself so he gets freaked out and i guess they snatch him who knows what happens to him nowhere to be seen and then we go back to our adventurers (laughs) (laughs) trying to set up camp for the night because uh i guess the the village is pretty far ahead so carly she's 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 fishing because she don't want to eat bugs again. <laughs> time, so she starts fishing in this little pond, and there's there's no dice, no luck. She gets a snail and a bunch of tadpoles, and she's like, "There's no fish in this lake. This this lake is useless." <laughs> and she throws her fish around the fire, <laughs> and she was like, "No, I don't want to eat no bugs." And then our our Lord and Savior comes in he's like oh i got a bunch of frogs we can <laughs> and she's like no not the frogs anything but that i'll just have i'll just have vegetables i don't want to eat no frogs and then here comes peckerine our real savior <laughs> she comes in with a big old bird like pretty pretty big bird and some fruits some fruits she just found in the wild <laughs> so they get excited because well Carly gets excited. She's like, oh, thank God. I don't have to eat fish. <laughs> no, to- uh, toads. Toads. Frogs. <laughs> so I'm very excited. But she wants to eat it right now. But Penguin's like, you got to be wait. You got to be patient. Like, I'm going to make this chicken perfect. <laughs> and so always like in animes, whenever they finish their food, whatever they're making, it's so delicious. Makes your mouth water. It's always delicious, all right? Yeah, man. Like they, <laughs> anything could be delicious in anime. It's so like, and of course, it tastes amazing. And so they're they're having a good time eating their delicious food. And then uh, Pickering is like, oh, oh no, Carly mentions the fruits that Pickering find. She found, and she's like, oh yeah, I just found those out of nowhere. <laughs> so you gotta have some. So everyone decides to get one, and then Kokoro almost eats hers, but then she. Uh, she sees a frog on the floor. She sees a, a frog that ate one earlier, and it just knocked out. It's passed out. Like, we don't know what happened to it. <laughs> and then a couple seconds later, we see our, our, our members 
intoxicated <laughs> so i don't know what this fruit was but i want some of that that sounds awesome <laughs> so our, our the rest of the guild they're they're drunk and buzz and <laughs> our, our our lord he's like having a great old time well obviously uh cocorine she she has to take care of them and she she enjoys her night by just drinking some nice hot tea she she enjoyed that the fact that you know he has someone to they she has someone to be with I guess yeah she just she just loves ha- being their company yeah so she just loves every minute of it and so they wake up from their hangover <laughs> 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 only only car I think only car uh uh Carly she only feels it everyone else is just fine they wake up stretching and then so they get ready for their venture and then. Our, our lord gets because he, oh, he he went to the pond yeah he went to go get water. food right? yeah he's, he went to the lake he went to the lake to wash his face and then i don't know where this beast man just has him already in his <laughs> mouth and just runs away comically <laughs> and, and leaving everyone in shock and so the funny thing is that he's holding him in his mouth yeah so like they she's just like oh i'm doomed and then <laughs> While the beastman's running in the forest, he he noticed uh, uh, someone's running through the the trees on top of him, and so he lets go lets lets go of him, and it's so funny because he just lands face first on the tree, and then he gets shot by arrows, and then uh, the beastman runs away, and then so he wakes up to like to plank <laughs> to a, a, a random log in front of him, and he. I think he's still a bit hangover because he thinks the log is talking to him. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no one around him. And he's just like, how does this log work? <laughs> and then we get introduced to uh, Ayo, uh, an elf archer. And she she got no friends. <laughs> <laughs> so she, all, all she really wants is to have friends. And hopefully, you know, he will be, he will be her first friend. And it's funny because the 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 log is called don't mind what was it called uh I don't remember the, the <laughs> don't mind <laughs> uh, don't, don't, don't worry, worry my, don't friend worry, my friend is number one. one yeah friend one yep. <laughs> don't worry my friend that's the name of the log can you believe that crazy <laughs> anyways so he agrees to her her being uh him being her friend and they're like oh we should have a team name like we should we call Team BB, Team B, Team BB, <laughs> and then of course our guild, our our, our our other members join up. Yeah, they they find them. They find them, and she's just, just she's just in shock. She's she's panicking. She doesn't know what to do about this. Because <laughs> yeah, she she usually she's she's always by herself, and now that there's more people, more people there, she don't know how to comprehend all that. <laughs> So I guess Ayo knows where the the village is at for their quest. So she offers she offers them to guide them to where it's at, and then um, so they finally meet to the Targum village, and we introduced to another character, which I don't. They're just introducing the whole village and stuff, and how they're excited to have the. Is it a contest? Are they having an eating contest? What do you mean? Uh... And then their quest. Uh, I don't remember. Well, either way, the quest is there, so everyone knows that the, the well, the, 
they put the quest up, and so everyone's excited to see a bunch of guilds coming in. And then we get a return of the best character in the anime. <laughs> the Lama Kun. Lama Knight. Rima. She comes back with her, and this time with the rest of her guild, the Elizabeth Park Guild. And they don't know, they're a little bit lost as well, going through the forest. And it's funny that all the, their guild, they're also like half animals, half girls. So we got like a cow girl, <laughs> a squirrel girl, and a, like a cat girl, I think so. Yeah, I think the other one's a cat girl. But uh, they're, they're a fun bunch, especially, you know, Lama. Lama Rima, she's the best. Jeez. <laughs> but uh, they, they get they all they get they get encountered by the shadowy figures from before in the forest. So they they get ambushed and they get so they have to attack. But you know, obviously the shadow figures know what they're doing. So they 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 just copy their moves and they don't know what to do. With, with that whole situation. Well, meanwhile, that's happening. Uh, the, the our group, the gourmet group, gourmet guild. They they meet a uh, Hatsune, another member from the the village of their of their guild, and how she's she's like sleeping across the sky, and then she accidentally rings the bell, <laughs> and then they're like, "Hey, do you, are you okay?" She's like, and she's like, "Oh." <laughs> Did I was I f- sleeping floating again? Oh, damn me! <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, "Oh, but I'm excited to see you guys, uh, see everyone, a lot of people here, and I can't wait to see my sister, who happens to be in the Elizabeth Park Guild." And then when she says that, she uh, we get we get we go back to the group when uh, when all of a sudden another another character comes in. Her name's Christina. She just obliterates whatever threat that was in front of uh, the <laughs> Elizabeth Park Guild, and then uh, they knocks them out as well. And she she wants a challenge. She wants to challenge this this guild, and she just why well, one's like knocked out. And then her sister happens. Uh, then we go back to Hatsune, and happens. And then uh, so it happens to be that one of the uh, one of the, one of the members there is her sister. So. She's very excited to see her. She's like, oh, I got this new book. She loves reading. I can't wait. Can't wait to give it to her. It's gonna be awesome. But then, I don't know where the shadow figure comes comes back to see her, and she got she she can't do nothing about it. She's just she's just stuck there. And then the shadow figure, all the shadow figures says, "I'm all right. I'm all right." And then just snatches her away, disappear into the dark void. <laughs> and that's how it ends the episode. So I'm very excited to see the next episode. But this was a good episode, very good, always funny. You know, we sound like a broken record, but this, that Princess Connect Redive, great show, very humble, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you have anything to say, David? Like anything? Little comments here and there. Uh, pretty enjoyable. It was uh, pretty consistent. We, we it didn't nothing dragged on. The episode was pretty, pretty easy to follow, and yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, see what happens after. After that whole debacle, because <laughs> yeah, that really uh, from this anime leaving off a cliffhanger. What? <laughs> That's interesting. I can't wait. 
And so, so on to the next anime we got is uh, B&A. Uh, this one was interesting. Interesting episode. So we get to learn that uh, what uh, the the religion, I guess, of the the animals is uh, uh, called Ginru Sama, which is a wolf god that saved the uh, the beasts, the beasts from the humans, because they always had a. Don't matter what time period it is, the, the humans and the beasts always fight fight one another, and so Ginsama always helps them out in aid. So I like to call it their Jesus of the <laughs> world. So they they respect and love Ginsama, and but apparently Mitra didn't know about the lore about that, so they explained it to her how it was. So, and then after that they leave, but um, they go for a walk. The I think her name's Melissa. The girl she always gives them a. No, they go for a walk. Yeah, but when they leave, they give them a little bamboo. Oh, yeah, the the ba- bamboo kind of thing. I yeah. forgot what was it. And basically what it meant was, like, it means to bring good luck to you when you leave. And that uh, Ginru-sama will always protect you. So, that's why, like, I don't know if you know, it's like, in other episodes, too, she also gives them out to her whenever she leaves. So, that, that was cool to see, like, what, what that actually meant. And so, they... Uh, Michiro and Shiro, well, Wolfbat, they leave on their journey to see what's Do, going on. Does it have bacon inside? It's like a meat. I don't know. <laughs> oh, but yeah, go. But uh, yeah, the, they he she she's just talking to her about uh, you know Wolf Jesus over here and what he thinks about it. And he doesn't he don't believe in that all that because you know Wolfbat's Wolfbat. He's awesome. And uh, automatically, he just leaves, <laughs> leaves her. And then the the weasel girl, she pops out. She's like, "Hey, can you do me a favor? <laughs> can you do me a favor?" And then, she, and she tells him to go to the slums. And then, while she goes there, she gets a a flashback of her old friend, uh, which we get to introduce later on. Uh, Nazuna, her the one that got abducted uh, a couple episodes back. She gets a flashback of what she wanted to be, where where they were at, when where they were still humans. So, she goes to the slums, back to the slums where uh, we meet back with Jackie, which was in the baseball team, because uh, Mitra was selling some water purifiers for them, but uh, Jackie already got one before she sold it to her, and she said she took a big old loan that she hasn't paid off. And everybody rats her out, <laughs> and they're gonna they're gonna burn her alive. So <laughs> Mitro, she she tries her best to try to save her, but she can't get through. And then all of a sudden, this this cult group, this cult group called the the Silver Wolf Order, shows up to the slums, and they're like, "What are you doing to this poor this poor little girl? <laughs> Why are y'all burning her?" <laughs> so they're like. Like you can't tell us what to do, like we run this place. Like I don't know who you are. I don't believe. I don't. I don't believe in Gimru, Wolf Jesus. Like y'all could, you know, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then out of nowhere, their their secret weapon, their their guru shows up, and she she like literally copies the embodiment of like uh, Gimru Sama, Wolf Jesus, and everybody. What do you mean? It's it is the. 
It is Jesus. <laughs> so she she becomes Jesus, <laughs> the embodiment of Jesus, and everyone's just like, oh, they can't believe, and they don't like even the thugs don't don't want to fight that. They're like, there's no way, man. Like, just look look at Jesus. <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, they can't believe like, you know, Gimusama is back, and then the cult leader. Who was, was voiced by Dio. <laughs> so, you know where that's going. Uh, he's like, yes, our God has returned. Jesus has come back, baby. <laughs> and everyone's just like, all praying to it. Like, just like what the, this cult wants. And then then when uh, the, the guru transforms back to, you know, its normal form, it happens to be Mitru's friend. Ooh. What? So she gets super excited. She, she's Walking on through the crowd, trying to go see her, and then the cult members just snatch her away from the group, <laughs> and then just tie her up. And I think they were about to kill her at that point, or throw her away. <laughs> so she, I don't know what was going to happen to her. But then, of course, her friend Nazuna, she comes in clutch. She's like, "All right, I got this. I'll, I'll cleanse this devil person right here. <laughs> I will show her the way." <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, obviously she knows who she is, so she got she unbi- uh, unties her and stuff. So they get to reunite, talk about this crazy where where they're at right now in their lives, because you know obviously they were humans and then now they're beastmen. So that's cool. And then they uh, they call her back, and it's co- it's a weird name that her nickname is Death Rube. <laughs> it's interesting. So we we'll find out later. And so there she uh she reveals that she's not a a wolf. She's a she's a white fox. So that's that's crazy, but she 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 told her not to not to tell anybody that she's a fox cuz it, it, it kind of ruined the whole wolf Jesus thing, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> so they 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 keep catching up and stuff and she talks about how how she feels about being a beast and she's like oh it's 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 cool it has its perks and then like and she asks her why she can't transform transform back into human and she's like no i'm more comfortable being a beast now actually uh shiro's talking to the mayor and uh he's like he's he's obviously he's suspicious of this this cult and he's like uh i don't trust them they they don't they seem kind of shady and the mayor also agrees with him he's like yeah but like our motto is, we let everyone, anyone that's a beast, man, we we let them in. So that's kind of our motto, it's kind of our slogan. But she also agrees with them. She's like, I don't trust them either. They seem fishy, to put it. And so Mitro, Mitro brings her friend back to the place she's staying at with uh, the rooster and Melissa, and she she offers her to stay with her. And uh, they talk about. You know what she's been doing at the city, and then her friend also talks about how it is being in the cult. And so, she, when that happens, Shiro, uh, Shiro comes back, and then uh, Michiro asks, "Oh, because Michiro asks uh, her friend if she could stay if she wanted to in her in her place." But then, once Wolfbat looks at her, he automatically says, "No way, Jose." Get, she can't stay. She can't be here. I don't trust that thing. Out of here. Get out of here, you. Get out of here. You cult. And then, you know, obviously Wolfbat's, you know, trying to trying to protect Mitra, but, you know, 
that's me. That's Mitro's homegirl, so she's not gonna just leave her aside like that. So obviously she goes with her, and and then uh, she uh, I don't know. I guess her friend just bolts out of there because she had a she had a compromise and just joined their uh, their cult for a bit because she couldn't find her. And then uh, we get to we get another look at the the cult the cult leader our our Dio. <laughs> and he he's like a reptilian. We get, when you get to see only his eyes, and uh, he's pretty creepy vibes from him. He's like, oh, don't say that you're ugly. You're beautiful. Remember that. And it's, it's very weird to look at. So Mitro is now in their cult camp, and uh, obviously our friend her friend knows that she's there. So she comes she comes by, stop by, and she's like, hey, I can't believe you will come here, you idiot. <laughs> But I'm glad you're here. <laughs> and so they they talk about you know what what they're gonna do next. And so, but her friend talk, tells Michiro that um they wanted to talk to the mayor, see what if she you know accepts them into their city, but they can't get a hold of her. That she's been you know dodging dodging them and stuff, not accepting their request to see her. So Michiro, being the friend that she is, she's like, yeah. I, I I could I could sit you up with the mayor. I could I could do that for you, and she's like, yeah. She's like, yeah. I could do that for you. So they they sleep it off, and they go next day to go see the mayor, and then they meet her at a, like some coffee shop kind of looking place, and uh, it goes. Mitro just you know just in the silent because her friend just goes you know off track and stuff. She like at some point she kind of threatens the mayor, don't you think? Well, at first it was uh, Michiro talking for first, but then the friend she just she comes in. Yeah, she just comes. She in. She takes over and just like de- kind of like demanding orders and stuff. Like, yo, you gotta meet with my uh, cult. You gotta let them in. I thought we were supposed to be welcome arms and stuff. Why aren't you? Why aren't you treating us like that? Don't you believe in our our Lord Wolf Jesus over here? <laughs> And, she, and, you know, obviously, our, our mayor's, like, you know, back up to the corner. But she defends herself. And she's like, hey, yo, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> and so, they once they're done talking to the mayor, Mitro's obviously, she's like, what the hell was that about? Like, why why did you talk to, the, talk to the mayor like that? I thought we were, like, on the same page over here. And then... She drops the ball on her. And she's like, yeah. She ha- she had a different attitude from how she was in the when when they were humans. Yeah, because uh, not 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 She always wanted to be an idol, and I guess being in this cult, this the the guru, their wolf Jesus. That's kind of the same way. That's how she looks at it. So she doesn't want to go back to being a human or how things were before. She loves she loves her new life. And Dimitri was like, that's that's not how it is. Like, that's not right. Like, this is all wrong. And then and then she just... She, her friend basically told her to... Yeah, the, he, she wants her friend back, not uh, not this death, uh, death road. Yeah, death, death road. Death road, yeah. Yeah, this wannabe wolf Jesus. Yeah, so she throws away the charm at the end of the video. Yeah. It's very sad, very sad ending to see you know we we used to be two best friends now divided by this damn cult. 
<laughs> but uh, overall, I I enjoyed that episode. It was really cool to see like new group, basically the new threat happening, and see what happens from there. And then now to our last uh, anime, which is my favorite, is uh, Sing Yesterday to me. And uh, this one was pretty pretty straightforward, I think. From from the last episode, we get introduced to a new girl. Her name is Chica, believe it or not. <laughs> and uh, she used to date our main character, Uzumi. They used to be uh, boyfriend-girlfriend in high school days. So, but she comes back to his life because she needs a place to crash. Because <laughs> right now she's jobless and she got nowhere, to, nowhere else to stay. And obviously our, our guy being... A uh, very nice guy, humble. He kind of agrees to it. He's like, "Yeah, I'll let you in. Why not?" And then so, <laughs> even the the coworker is like, "Dude, what's with you and the girls, man? <laughs> like, you're so lucky. You know that." <laughs> and so she goes, so he lets he lets her stay in in his apartment, for, and she she says she's she'll only be there for a month because she'll she'll find a job and you know get her feet get her feet back. But then the coworker he mentions he mentions to her what a lot of people call her her nickname whenever she joins groups and stuff and they call the great destroyer <laughs> of like relationships. So we'll uh, it's like a foreshadowing of what was happening to her. But we get a little backstory of Chica, how she was in high school and she was uh, always uh, she was in the high school committee and she she played beautiful piano she was like a master at it but uh every time she was like how the co- uh, co-worker said uh he will always she will always ruin relationships within the group so that's kind of like her curse i guess <laughs> so from there on uh we we go we go to our 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 mc's crush uh, Meror, ah, oh, damn, I can't say her name. But the teacher basically, she, she asks him a favor to help her, uh, help her plug, I guess a VHS, a recording thing. I don't know, but it's like super old school. Like it's like so basic, but obviously she don't know how to put the cables back of the TV. So he helps her out with that, and. Uh, and once once he's done with all that, he goes back to his apartment and he finds out like he's like, "What the? Hell? Why is my? Why is there already? A, why a, is my door open? Why is there a spare key in my door and my doorknob?" So he opens up the door and then lo and behold, she's there, cooking. Chica, so, Chica, yeah, she's she cooked up a whole meal for him. That all the leftovers basically from his fridge, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's cute. It's very charming. Like you know. It's, you know, so she won't be like, you know, a burden. So she does cooking, cleaning while he's gone and stuff. And then we go back to our teacher where she she thinks about our MC and how, you know, she just, she just hasn't, she just hasn't. She, she, she's just contemplating on if she likes him or not. Or it's just this whole thing with her where she can't, she doesn't know what to do yeah she can't think straight she's losing concentration and then one of her co-workers is like hey you know 
well, you need to go is right here, right? <laughs> like she literally passes a a little uh, a room away from where she needed to be. So obviously her coworker caught on. She's like, you're not, you're not like riding the head. But you know, after work, you know, we we could drink some leftover booze we got from last time. And she's like, all right, I'm down. So while that happens, uh, Zumi, uh, he he gets he gets some bad news that. Uh, the the gallery he was working at for a bit, he his boss tells him to check out another place for another great opportunity. So he basically lets him go, but not not in like a bad way. Like he didn't do anything wrong. He's just like, hey, I think you know there's an opportunity you could pursue in your photography skills. I think you should take it. You know, instead of working here where it gets you nowhere. And then he obviously reflects on that. He's like, ah, oh, he, I think he's right. You know, it's like. I'm going. I'm going nowhere with being a convenience store. You know, doing these part-time jobs. So it kind of stresses him out for a bit. And then, obviously, going back to his apartment. Obviously, Chica's there, and he's like super tired, feeling ill. And then they have a little, a little moment where like he fall. He he almost collapses on top of her, and for a bit. And then he's like. Is, he doesn't say anything, but she she gets a virus. Is like, oh, you you know, I get where this is going. You could you could do anything to me. I I wouldn't mind. Like she has very different different <laughs> ideas than he does because I, a, a seconds later he just collapses. But then but, she realizes that it was a fever. Yeah, so he he ends up having a fever from all the stress. I think, or he just got a cold. Who knows? But then uh, we we go back to our teacher. Well, a bunch of a bunch of coworkers show up and they're just having a good time, you know, just drinking around, telling their their past, their secrets, you know, girl stuff. And then uh, Chica, obviously. Then we go back to Chica and him, you know, he because he woke up from his, uh, I guess, from his sleep, you know, his little collapse. And then she makes, I don't know what, I don't know what you call that. What she makes, I'm like. Rice, something with soup. plum rice. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I guess you know, just to help him out during this time. So he's like super sick, and he calls out, calls out of work from the convenience store for a couple of days while he recovers. And of course, our girls, they realize that they're like, they're like, hey, why hasn't he been here? Been here? So, so they go check up on him because it's honestly obviously suspicious that he's not coming around and stuff but before uh, before that the they talk about chica's past and how she's she's not good she's not in good terms with her parents and uh she's always been like a rebellious kind of character so she just does her own thing and then she she sees that um that uh he used to be a he's she's pursu- he's pursuing a uh, photography so he asks him like, "Hey, are you, you gonna make that a career or something like that?" And then he tells her, "Is like just because you, you you like doing something doesn't mean make a career." And so, you know, true facts, you know. But you know, obviously, you know, work hard on it, you'll get there. And then, meanwhile, that happens. Our our two our two <laughs> our two lovebirds. <laughs> the oh no, the teacher. The teacher's like a bit buzzed from her hanging out with her friends, and but she confesses to her coworkers that she really never had, she's never been in a relationship in her life, 
And I, I was like, what? That's crazy. Because, you know, she's she's an older woman. She's never, she's never, you know, been in a full relationship. So they find that odd. I do, too, find that odd. <laughs> but, you know, it's cute. It's cute. And she, she, she has a little moment. She's like, is that bad not being in a relationship? So she goes home a bit buzzed. And then she, she ends up meeting with uh, Haru at the convenience store. And then Haru obviously knows about the, you know, Zumi uh, being sick and stuff. So they go, they go, go check up on him and stuff. And uh, when they go, when they go check up on him, they, they find that the one that opens the door is Chica. So they're both in shock that a woman answered the door in front of them. (laughs) So the teacher obviously was a bit buzzed, not knowing what to do. She just leaves right away. Uh, and then uh, taking horror with her, and she was like, "Hey, wh- wh- what was that about?" And she's like, uh, "Don't uh, nothing. This is this guy here. Like, uh, who was?" And then she's like, "She Harvard's just asking questions. Like, who was that girl?" And, and she's like, "I don't know." <laughs> I mean, she said she was a freeloader. <laughs> so uh, after after that night, uh, our main character he wakes up. He's like, "Oh, what happened?" And he's like, "Oh, you collapsed, but uh, some friends showed up and." They they showed up and they left and I told them they could come but nothing happened and then he realizes who showed up and he was like oh oh no this is bad <laughs> so when he goes back to work at the convenience store <laughs> uh, <laughs> he hears Haru like come in and he immediately immediately escapes <laughs> to the back door <laughs> while she's looking for him while the co- a coworker he's trying to cover for him he's like oh he didn't show up to her again. <laughs> And obviously she knows he lying, and she goes to the back of the of the store, catches him in the act. Is like, hey, how are you doing today? <laughs> you seem well. <laughs> and so they talk about who Chica is to him and stuff. And then obviously Howard being upset is like, like, well, how come you don't tell me these things? And she gets very like, je- like kind of jealous and like angry to him, and throws like a whole like. Like a bottle rack at him, <laughs> looked pretty bad, and she just runs away. And that's the last we see of Haru. It's unfortunate. <laughs> but then we go back to the teacher. She talks about uh, uh oh no, our our main guy. He he goes confronts her because obviously he knows that they both went to go see him, <laughs> and uh, she he just wanted to say he was sorry about all that and there was a misunderstanding, but. <laughs> she wasn't having any of that. She she gives. We don't get to see. We don't get to see her at all. I, I think our she gives she gives him a mean look. Like uh, oh, I I think so because the face he was giving him. Wow. Yeah, it was like a big he, old shock. He like, was scared. Scared for. I felt I felt scared for him too for that moment. But uh, other than that, there he goes back home, and then obviously Chica's there with another meal. You know, just you know trying to make things easy for him to eat and stuff and then he re- he reflects back on their relationship that how they had it in high school and you know he talks about like i kind of get i kind of understand what you meant i said you don't understand me i'm kind of weird and she's like oh no that's i i didn't mean anything about that i just i just found another guy that was cuter than you and so i needed a reason to dump you and he was like what are you serious <laughs> <laughs> So she just she's just messing with his head and stuff. 
but uh, she talks about you know how she's never like she never emotionally invests herself into like other when other people tell her that she, they like her and stuff. So we get to know like how Chico feels like her reputation with like other guys and stuff. And then when that happens, we go we go back to our teacher. She's like. She keeps thinking about it over and over again. Like, who was that girl? Like, why Why am I having these feelings right now over this? And then uh, later on, Chica comes back from washing her clothes in the laundromat. And then she encounters the teacher. And then just, just to clear the things in the air, she's like, yo, you got it all wrong. I told you, I'm just a freeloader. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not here. I'm like me. Me and him we have no no interest in each other. I mean, he used to, he used to be my ex, but nothing like that. So she she invites him into the apartment, and then they they talk about how you know Azumi is a nice guy. He's a really good dude for you know letting 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 her stay there, so she, she could get back up on her feet and. Well, that happened. She she already found a job uh, playing the piano, and I guess at a hall. But but yeah, so she she thinks she just wanted to clear the air with her, and it's like, hey, you're good, you're a good woman. Don't don't think it's like that. And she she looks at the window, smoking a cigarette, all cool. <laughs> <laughs> but then when uh, Zumi comes back from work, he finds that. Chica's not there no more, and she, she, she leaves him a note saying, "Thank you for everything you've done for me. I know it was a, a bit earlier, but uh, they gave me an advance pay on my job, and uh, thank you. And I love playing the piano. <laughs> and you know, it's pretty heartwarming, heartwarming ending. You know, it's it's good to have like somebody you." you know, to rely on even though it was her ex from high school but you know obviously our main character being our main character he let him he let her stay for a couple weeks and it was a good episode i loved it <laughs> and then uh i guess on to the on to the next thing uh in the video game world game news game news so we're done talking about anime we get to talk about the new Unreal Engine 5 that was announced a couple of days ago. And I, from the little demo they showed from the, the PS5, I guess, it looked super cool. Like uh, all the effects they were doing, the billions of triangles that were <laughs> on those rocks, the lighting. It was... I couldn't believe I was watching on my phone like that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I can't imagine watching like in you know 4K ultra, you know high resolution stuff like that. But uh, it's pretty cool. They showing off what next gen could look like. So it was it was cool like and showing the lightings and all the uh, effects they could do like building the statue and putting like 500 of them in one room so uh, I'm excited because you know most most games these days like a lot of the good looking games they're on from Unreal Engine 4 so going from 4 to 5 it's a big step so very exciting to see what games come out from this engine and uh, what do you think David? 
so far, I enjoyed the the thing the the trailer itself, the demo itself it was pretty cool. But I just I just want to see it more. Uh, eventually, when the PS Five comes out, hopefully it doesn't it doesn't uh, mess up the console or heat up the console, and you start getting the the engine noise from the fan. Because yeah. at least with the the PlayStation Pro, uh, it, it literally just you just hear jet engine every single time when it tries to hit that 4K or you know the stay stay good quality and hopefully these games don't get bigger in memory yeah going on like uh, freaking uh modern warfare going for the highest for 200 gigs that's insane yeah. I, I do also wish that you know with this new engine it kind of condenses the memory it takes but we'll see we'll see about that so very excited for Unreal Engine 5 you excited for it just like I said, my 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 uh, confidence is really low, or it's, <laughs> it's mid. Because like usually these demos are they they try to wow us, but you know it's always the whenever it physically comes to us, we'll we'll, we'll see how it, how it is. Yeah. I guess. And then the the on the demo that was shown, I hope that was a real game. Like we'll see later on, but I doubt it. And I, I think they just probably made it for this for the demo, I guess. Yeah, it was, it was cool, you know, a, a woman with a little light and then kind of she was flying around in the air. It was cool. So yeah, and uh, the next, I think I'll let you take over this one. Uh, the Gen- Genshin Impact, and you excited for this game? <laughs> well, the the thing is that uh. For me, I guess since I played Honkai Impact Third, uh, Third mm-hmm. was uh, it's it's a fighting little uh, Android game, pretty fun, and I found out that they're making another game, and I saw some a little bit of gameplay, and I was interested on playing it. I guess so. It's an open world action RPG, and uh. Hopefully, co-op to four players. <laughs> yeah, that- I'm not, I, I was I was not sure about what co-op meant for the other than I don't know if it was gonna be just two players or I don't know if it's four or three. Just it, we'll see what happens right now. Yeah, because I the- guess the the beta's coming up on uh quarter thir- third quarter for this year, so we'll see how the the beta itself because i didn't play the previous beta there was another beta before this and i was not sure if there was another one before that but we'll see it has that uh that i guess somewhat zelda ish uh, breath of the wild ish uh vibe to it yeah very much so (laughs) and then the, the the cool thing is that there's like there's mo there's not only one character but multiple characters with different abilities but hopefully, the uh, f- once the final uh, product comes out, hopefully it uh, has different uh, different abilities. Other than some of, some of these characters have the same uh, kind of same abilities, but we'll, we'll see what happens later on. Yeah, because uh, when when you were showing me the gameplay for this game, 
it looked very much like Breath, Breath of the Wild with like the mon the monsters and their camps and like open world and very greenery. It looks nice. It looks nice from from what uh, the beta footage looked like, and but the combat feels very like four player co op, and I'm hoping it's four player co op because uh, there's a there's literally a class like of casters where they do like these. It looks like AOE like heal party members or like give them buffs but it wouldn't make sense if it's like a single player why would you buff yourself in a single circle you know but uh yeah it look it looks interesting from what i saw i didn't i had no idea about this game so this this was new to me but uh, it looked interesting and the characters they're all very unique uh, some of them have similar weapons but they all do different abilities so hopefully you know it turns out good, and we'll see from more more gameplay. And then the next sad news: oh, this, is, uh, this is super sad. breaks my breaks my heart, breaks my soul. I won't I won't find out the smell of the game until next year. What well, if you guys heard about last podcast? I'm excited for it, Guilty Gear Strive, and uh, unfortunately, it won't be coming out this year. It's been delayed to 2021 due yeah. to the pandemic. Yeah, it, it was supposed to be set for fall of uh, this year, but now they're just pushing it back to uh, 2021, uh, early 2021. So hopefully around February, March, or January. But it's a damn shame. It sucks. And now that I think about it, do you think it'll be on next gen or do you think it'll still be on current gen? Uh, they'll probably end up doing the same thing how they did for the PS3 to PS4. They'll probably have a, uh, they'll, they'll give you that ability to play it on the next gen, I guess. Oh, like a cross buy? Yeah. You know how they did it for, uh, GTA? Kind of like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. So oh. they'll just, they'll just move it across, you know. You'll use your disc onto the console or who knows? I don't know how the PS5 works yet. <laughs> yeah, we still, so, we just don't know how it looks, damn it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the demo was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. I, I, uh, I was selected as to play the demo itself and I, I let my friends, uh, give it a try since they play the Guilty Gear series too. Yeah. The game is awesome, but the online needs some work. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> but it is sad, unfortunate that Guilty Gear Strive is another victim of delays, and hopefully this will be the last delay. And uh, on to the next topic. From last uh, podcast, we talked about how Evil was canceled. Well, Evil said, "Nah, we're doing it online. <laughs> we back, baby." <laughs> it didn't take them long enough to come back, but they compromised because due to this pandemic. A lot of things have been delayed or canceled, but Evil found a way to to keep it alive and not not do it for one year. And they're doing all their fighting games online. It's a five week event, five weekend event, right? Yep, it so is. We have. But the the thing is that unfortunately, uh, Smash can't make it. Uh, yep, because everybody knows of their infamous internet connections and how dirty some players take it with their strategies i'm looking at you sonic players <laughs> <laughs> and timing them out but uh yeah unfortunately marvel's uh no oh <laughs> that too yeah <laughs> but smash brothers ultimate 
got cut and uh unfortunately breaks my soul as well that uh <laughs> Marvel's Capcom two will now make it to the Evo. Uh it's so sad. But we but, get we get other games. No, but but we still get we still get the the other games that are still uh like Blaze Blue uh No, not Blaze Blue. No, no, not Blaze Blue, uh Grand <laughs> Grand Blue Fantasy versus <laughs> Yeah, uh, so those two only those two got uh cut and then the, the, the rest, rest stayed. Yeah. So Dragon Ball uh Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Tekken Seven, Street Fighter Five, uh Samurai Showdown. And uh, Under Night and Birth. And stayed. and Soul Calibur Six. They all stayed, so they have decent online, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and, but uh, to compromise the other two, we got uh a couple other games that made it, like Mortal Kombat came back. Because mm-hmm. it has good internet connection, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be surprising. I, I have a feeling because of the reason why it's the DLC characters. Yeah, too. that's going to be interesting too. Seeing uh, who's going to come up with new, uh, you know, combos and tech, like with Fujin, Shiva, and Robocop. We'll see. That'll be interesting to watch. And then Killing Instinct, and them fighting herds. Never heard of this game. We saw gameplay of it, and. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna just say it's not my cup of tea, but I'm glad it's it's there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my favorite that's come into this one is Skullgirls Second Encore. That's a very fun game to watch. So if y'all interested in this Evo event, I'll, I'll look out for Skullgirls. They got wacky combos there. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing we like to talk about. This happened literally a day ago, <laughs> but uh, it was and and the funny thing is that this game uh, says it's gameplay <laughs> compared to another game that passed yes, by. This has real gameplay, and that's it. Believe it or not, this is a game I talked about on la- last podcast as well. Is the Ghost of Tsushima? Uh, they showed the eighteen-minute uh, video of demonstrating their their uh, Sucker Punch's new game. And oh my god, it is breathtaking. The game looks super cool. Yes. The exploring on, on this game is really unusual. This is the first time I've seen a game that revolves around, uh, I guess, the wind itself I think, to, to guide you. I think that's cool. That's different from everyone else. Because yeah, you usually see, like an, not an arrow, but like a, some, some type of... Uh, like a compass. Compass or kind of like arrowish thing or oh, like a mini map yeah on your corner or the f- or the floor lines or like stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah. that but this this one this game since sunker punch wanted to make it very immersive in their in their world they they had they implemented the wind to guide you which is super cool because there's literally a moment in the video where he gets a leaf a leaf and throws it to the wind and shows you what direction to go that's yeah, very cool that's very unique to that game and, and uh, of course, like I, the the only thing that's oh, it's not it's it is kind of unique, kind of not because I've seen other games do it. Is the the combat? It, it has the, like the Metal Gear uh, Solid Five ish kind of thing. You could have you could have honor by just taking out people like physically, like just one on ones or you know go at them and stuff. Or it's the the night. Where uh, he has he gives fear to everyone else. He is he is ghost. Yeah, it's super cool because I, I, I love that I love that too. Like, there's two ways to go 
approaching a camp, like you could take the the samurai route that Jin is. He's like, oh, I'll fight you one on one honorably. Like and that that's super cool. I've never seen that route done before. And then the second route is the ghost route, which is like sneaking up on people, assassinating in the back, doing every dirty trick they could think of, he could think of at the moment. And it's super cool. I like I like when games can give you an option to approach an area. It's like you said, like in Metal Gear, and I, I think you know Assassin's Creed, like you could stealth stuff your way in or you could go balls to the wall all combat mode <laughs> well it depends on what assassin's creed because you know some don't don't allow you to just go on your own and murder mm. well, well i mean like the recent ones i guess yeah like odyssey and origins pretty much and so that's super cool though I, I think the only thing I, I didn't like in general well that that's me in general is that i, I don't like the I like the aspect of changing colors on clothing, but I don't like the. I don't like that you could change it to some weird purplish color or, or some. It gives a oh. character. It, gi- it gives your gen. I know, but it makes it like I, I like the the feel of uh, like you know Japanish you know colors you know, or, you know. Yeah, I, I don't I get like you. it all weird. But like they. they but the, the the coolest thing about it is that that. Uh, in order to get colors, you have to uh, mash uh, flowers and stuff yeah, like dye different flowers. Yeah, yeah, dye flowers. Yeah, that that's cool though that's because cool. you know, like I'm not gonna mention another game, but other games they sell you colors and like unlike this one, they're like, hey, just find these flowers in the world and you can change it to any color you want, and that's super cool. That it gives you that free option to customize the the armor sets that you pick up, which is very oh, the, the armor thing is cool too. The every armor pieces you pick up, they they all have different abilities or have different type of, uh, I guess what you wear for that time is uh, depends on what are you gonna do. Pretty yeah, much. So, so like if you wanted to take the samurai route, like you obviously wear more armor, so you can withstand with more blows and stuff like that. Or you're taking the ghost route, which is like more like stealth clothes like nothing stands out from you you blend in with the nature and that's that's really cool too but yeah the the only uh, for me i just i just don't care for myself my personal opinion i I really didn't care about the color the color changes yeah would would you think of the photo mode though (laughs) not that either too (laughs) i didn't even do it for spider-man and spider-man has also the (laughs) The but photos. It's, thing. it's it's cool because yeah. everything's moving and stuff. But for me, it's it's just it's, not my thing. It's a cool effect. I like. I appreciate the at the added detail they do for photo mode, and I can't wait to see what other people come up with it and cool shots. And then uh, the thing I, I'm gonna do is uh, I'm gonna put. Um, they give you an option to leave it on uh, Japanese voice only. Mm-hmm. So you have an option, as in to have it in English. Or have it a uh, Japanese only oh, you're uh, gonna, you're gonna voice to Japanese. Yeah, j- I'm, I'm gonna stay on Japanese. Keep a keep a real samurai movie. Yup. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I I might I might just keep it just to see how how that goes. I I'm I'm very tempted to change it to Japanese, but I'm 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 very hesitant. I'll see. And then uh, the cool mode I thought was super cool. The black and white mode. So, <laughs> So like you're like playing an old school black and white movie with the samurais. I didn't have to do that, but that's super cool. So I can't wait to like you know have a moment. I'm just I just turn into black and white, and like during these epic 
samurai or fight scenes the upgrading uh your skills it was it, for me i guess it was strange because for some reason you have to do these specific things to go get your skills i guess like there's a you have to follow uh a fox to a, a shrine yeah no it's cool because like uh like how sucker punch trying to was trying to do is like you try to immerse you to the world so say like you see like a a fire from far away like you go you go explore that area see what's over there because like I, I don't know if you saw on the on the, in the trailer on the video too like birds were f- uh, following him as well to show him like another area as well I, I, I think the birds were to find uh if i remember it was like it was like that guy tre- no tre- treasures i think yeah some like, sort of treasure if i remember so that's that's very cool and some I will, I went from you know I'm I can't I'm I'm waiting to see what this game is about to being super excited for this game now, <laughs> so I can't wait for Ghost of Tsushima to come out in July. Is it July? It's coming July 17 worldwide, everywhere. <sighs> I'm so excited. Pretty much waiting for it. <laughs> yes. So I'm very excited. I'm super excited for Ghost of Tsushima now. <laughs> And with that being said, that will be the end of our podcast for today. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to us. And don't forget don't forget to leave a like, comment, and subscribe for more content like this. For for now, I'm I'm, I'm Omar. I'm David. And that's the Anime Squad podcast for today. Bye. Bye. Later.